How can I know God is real? What does the Bible say about politics? Why does a good God allow suffering? If you have questions about faith, life or culture, don't be afraid to ask. This This is Ask with David Dean. G'day everyone, Dave Dean here. Our question for the week is, what is the basis of human rights? Many of us may be familiar with the tragic death of George Floyd on May 25, 2020. He was a black American man who was arrested for using a $20 counterfeit bill. And while cuffed and faced down on the street, an American police officer put his knee on the side of his neck for a period of initially eight minutes and 46 seconds. And in a horrific video capturing these moments, Floyd can be heard gasping, I can't breathe. He lost his breath and he lost his life. The reverberations of this tragedy have been felt all around the world, even here in Australia with many protests and many riots. But why do such stories like this rock our world? What is the intuition that we have about things like racial discrimination that looks at situations like Floyd's and say, that is just wrong, that has to stop? Well, I think underneath all of these demonstrations and protests we have seen is the assumption of human rights. You see, we protest when human beings aren't treated rightly as humans, as beings with intrinsic worth and inherent dignity. We say racism is wrong because we recognize this of every single human person, regardless of their race, their religion, their color, their caste, their creed, or their code. But what is the basis of these rights? That is the question here. Well, I've heard it described like this. Imagine a circle. Just imagine drawing a big circle on a piece of paper. That circle represents everything in this universe, all of the genomes of every living thing from ants to aardvarks to human beings. Now, when we talk about these things called human rights, what we're essentially doing is drawing a smaller circle within that larger circle and saying, if you live in this smaller circle, you have special worth and special dignity. But that's where our question comes in. Why do we draw this inner circle here at the level of humanity? I mean, why don't we get upset and protest when somebody steps on a cockroach and kills it, but we do when they step on somebody's neck and kills them? Throughout the ages, many people have given many different answers. Some just bluntly assert that human rights exist, accept it, don't ask the question. But the problem here is, well, by the same reasoning, somebody who's racist or discriminatory may say that their race is superior to other people's. And if we ask them why, they could just bluntly assert, because it is. Don't ask it. Don't question it. Just accept it. Not a good option. Others say that human rights exist because, well, they just matter, you know? It's obvious. But the problem here is, well, matter to who? I mean, to Martin Luther King, who had a dream, but not everyone shared his dream. If human rights are anything, they are universal. Rights for all humans, not just some humans. Again, not a good option. There is another popular view amongst certain academics today, and in this view, human rights exist based upon certain traits that human beings have, like consciousness or our language ability or our certain physiological makeup, which characterizes what we would typically refer to as a human being. But again, the problem here is the problem of circles. Where do we draw the line around these particular traits? I mean, there is no scholarly consensus as to what human consciousness is, so if I fall asleep, if I, if I get knocked out, if I'm in a coma, does that mean I'm no longer David? Or if my rights are based upon my you know, physiological or physical makeup, then if I'm in a car accident and lose both my legs, am I only 50% David? Clearly not. So again, not a good option. 
And here's where the Christian alternative really shines through. The Christian view is that the circle of human rights is drawn by no human hand. That definitional problem of where do we draw the circle is not a question we need to ask. The Bible says that human beings are made in the image of God, Genesis 1, 26. That's where our values come from. That's where our dignity comes from. That is the basis of our human rights. So friends, you don't need to find your value. You already have it. You don't need to prove your worth. You already have it. You don't need to earn dignity. You already have it. But here's the thing. Which God, right? I mean, it's not enough to just know you're created in the image of God. We need to know who this God is. And that's where the good news of Jesus comes in uniquely. Jesus is God's revelation to humanity. And if you want to know how much something is worth, you look at how much somebody is willing to pay for it. When we look at Jesus, we see an infinite God who paid an infinite price, the cost of his own life, so that we might know him. So if we're made in the image of God and Jesus is God, You and I need to be a people who reflect the image of Jesus. Look to him, follow him, love him. You'll find yourself and your rights and your values when you find God. And we find God in Jesus who found us. Do you have a question about Christian beliefs, theology, doctrine, philosophy, or culture? Don't be afraid to ask. Go to drcdean.com forward slash ask. That's Dean with an E.